this is Rob Coburn, and we are excited that you're joining with us today. If you're a part of the Summit Dover family, whether in person or online, we'd love to connect with you via social media at the Summit Dover on all social media outlets and on our website, thesummitdover.com. We can get you plugged into our app or our YouTube channel, as well as giving options and opportunities to connect with the Summit Dover family all around the world. I hope this word today encourages you and inspires you. Let's jump into the message. Well, I don't know how many of you know what the history of Mother's Day is, and I did a little research because that's what we do as pastors, right? The, most, the first official Mother's Day was almost, in America, was almost 110 years ago. Is that amazing? And it was brought by one woman who decided that what her mother did in her life was worth sharing. She was not married at the time. She didn't have any kids of her own, but she wanted to celebrate mothers because of the impact that her mother had on her. Is that amazing that she wanted to do that? And, and uh, her name was Anna Jarvis, and she spearheaded the efforts that brought about this first Mother's Day in the United States. And it was held at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Grafton, West Virginia. Good old, good old, uh, just south of us, right? Then it became a presidential proclamation a few months later, and then it was, it's been celebrated in America ever since. Now, interesting, it's gone global, right? Um, and now it's all around the world. Not everybody celebrates it in May, but some do. We do here in America. And uh, this impacted so many people that probably don't think about it on a daily basis. Now, I believe that we're supposed to think about it on a daily basis, but at least for once a year, we in America celebrate moms and, and the impact that they've had on our lives. Now, here's an interesting statistic. It is the third largest card day in the U.S. Today alone, over 150 million cards will be given to moms. 150 million. Mother's Day is the second largest gift-giving day of the year other than Christmas. Yes. So I think this morning, if all the mothers in the house would stand, we want to honor you. We want to say thank you and just give you a little honor this morning. So would you stand with us? Would you give them a hand this morning? We want to thank you for... Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. To each of you, thank you for what you've done that goes unnoticed sometimes, and, uh, and yep, you can be seated. But um, So as I was praying about this week, I was thinking, uh, I've preached some Mother's Day messages, and we've heard Mother's Day messages, but um, the best thing I've ever learned from someone is to actually hear from them what they believe this day's about. Not what I believe Father's Day is about. Uh, we know that Pastor Reed was here for Father's Day. And to hear what a father believes Father's Day is about is super important. And today I wanted to hear what mothers believe about Mother's Day and why it's important. And hear what we can do to honor them from their perspective. But I do have a verse I wanted to share first of all. If you turn in your Bible, highlight this. You know the verse. You probably have it memorized. But it says in Ephesians 6.1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long upon the earth. And so we get to honor moms today, not just in this place. We've got a 
photo wall that people are going to be taking pictures at and and there's gifts for you today but today I've invited three ladies to come up and share about life about motherhood about uh, what we can do to honor you better uh, and uh, to celebrate that today so I'm going to first invite Ann White to come up here and I'm going to call you Grandma Annie because that's what I heard last weekend would you come up here and join me I'm going to move us a little closer together so we don't have to shout and uh, this is this is not this isn't planned, right? No, not at all. <laughs> this is this is uh, we just get to sit down and chat this morning. This is really off the cuff. I didn't know this till ten minutes ago. So. <laughs> well, the the good thing about it is you're always ready to go. Absolutely. I I know that when we handed you the mic at the wedding, you were you were ready to go. Absolutely. But uh, but. One of the things that we got to, that I got to share with you was to see how your family honors you. Um, at the wedding of Brandon and Shannon this last weekend, um, they asked you to be the flower girl. That was the most exciting thing that ever happened to me. I received a package in the mail and I opened it up. This was like a month and a half, two months ago maybe. And it was a little white box with my name on the front and when I opened it up, it was a, a beautiful little gold necklace. And there was a message in there asking me if I would honor them by being a flower girl at their wedding. So it was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. And uh, I have a five-year-old great-granddaughter. So she was a flower girl and I was a flower girl. And it was just the most exciting thing. And I just felt, I felt overwhelmed with um, thankfulness for my family. You know, what my family means to me. So uh, motherhood is a... It's probably the most, the hardest job I've ever had. Uh, it's probably can be the most frustrating job. Um, it, it's probably one of those things that keeps you awake more than any other job you'll ever have. But it's the most rewarding career that a woman, myself included, will ever have in their life. I would not have missed it. I've got three children. They're my little stair steps. I had three kids in three years. And so I had, we had our hands full. <laughs> my firstborn, I always refer to him as my firstborn, that's Steve. And then my middle child, which is always your problem child, that was my daughter, Shelly. And then my baby, Kim. And um, I would not, at the time, you think, oh my goodness, what's happening here? You know, you go to the grocery store, you got one by the hand, one in the cart, and one in the cart, you know. And uh, people look at you like, do you not know what causes this? You know? <laughs> but I would never have changed it for the world. Um, my mother was a, a God-fearing woman. She was, a, she was the sweetest lady that I've ever known. Um, she, she raised my sister and I to love the Lord. And I think that, that is like a domino effect, you know. It goes from, from generation to generation to generation. And... Um, I continue to pray for my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. Believe it or not, I'm going to have my 13th great-grandchild next month. A little boy. So excited. So, um, But it's, it's, a, it's a generational thing. And um, I, I think mothers, um, mothers play such a vital, important part as to how a child is going to be raised, uh, not only respectful, but to love the Lord and to uh, just continue that, continue that, that love for, for the Lord. And um, I'm just thankful for that. Uh, yeah, definitely. And 
the amount of respect and honor that your whole family that I that I witnessed uh, for you. Now she's calm up here, but you should have seen her with those <laughs> pedals. Uh, the the little five year old was watching you. I I had the distinct privilege with with the men to be down front and uh, watch what was happening. Um, but she was throwing. You were throwing the pedals on people, and. She, and, and she was watching you, and then she would, it was funny because you would throw something on someone because you knew who they were, obviously, and, uh, and you were smiling and everything, and she was just looking up at you, and then she stepped in front of you and threw it on them, too, and uh, it, was, it was just amazing to watch the whole thing happen. It was. It was just such a fun day. We just, um, all of our friends were there, a lot of family, a lot of friends, and um, the first person that I, I walked down was, was just an old friend of ours that I've known forever, and I just looked at him and I threw a pillow <laughs> on top of him, you know. And Scarlett, you know, I, I kept telling her, slow down, you know, because we, we were, it was an outdoor wedding, and, and we were walking down brick steps, you know. And um, I, I kept telling her, slow down a little bit, you know, Grandma's not five. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it, it, was so, it was amazing, and... Um, just to look down and, and see my grandson and, and um, you know, everyone uh, so lovingly making sure I got down the steps okay. <laughs> right, know? right. And I think I probably would have had about 10 people pick me up had I not made it down there, you know. So you wouldn't have hit the ground. I would not have hit no, the ground. Hit I'd the have ground. been picked up prior to, prior to hitting the ground. But it was, um, it, it was amazing. And Scarlett, Scarlett's a little five-year-old. Um, when we first got our little invitation, she called me on the phone. And she said, Grandma Annie, she said, you and me gets to be the fire girls. <laughs> and I said, yes, we do. And I said, I'm so excited. She said, I'm so excited too, you know, so. It was just a fun day. And to see the generations, as you just talked about, the see the generations going uh, in the Lord and, and walking forward. Uh, what is one thing that uh, caught you off guard as being a parent, as being a mother? Um, I, I think probably just knowing that as a young parent, I was 19 when I had Steve, um, and nowadays that's like a child raising a child. I mm -hmm. mean, people are waiting now older to get, you know, to get married and older to have children. And I think it was the realization that um, my life was not, I wasn't depending on myself anymore, I had somebody depending on me, mm -hmm. you know, to be there and and uh, to, to, to share the love that, you know, you haven't had to share with a whole lot of people. Um, I think just the idea that, that you're no longer your own person, but you've got that little one who's depending on you, uh, you know, whether it's 2 o'clock in the morning or whether it's, you know, uh, wh whatever, whatever time of the day. Uh, when they come home and they've had a problem at school or, you know, things go on, um, just, just to know that that one, that child, is depending on you to be there, you know, and to love them, to, to love a child no matter what um, can be one of those frustrating times. Everyone wants their children to be perfect little angels, and it's not, that's not what it is. It's, that definitely is not what it is. But to accept that child, um, when they're perfect, oh, that's wonderful. We're so happy, you know, we're so proud that they're ours and all that. When they're not quite so perfect, it's a little bit harder, you know, so... But I think as a mother, um, you, you have to realize that every child's different. You can raise them the same. You can, you know, you, you do everything the same, and they're going to be different, mm -hmm. you know. 
And I, I think perhaps as a mother, that might be a hard thing to accept a child, uh, no matter what, mm -hmm. no matter what, you know, there's, and to, to love them because um, they're, they're going to they're gonna grow up and they're going to be beautiful human beings, you know. And uh, so I, I think that's important as a mother. Well, thank you so much for taking a moment and being surprised, but you always do well. You always do well. And would you give her a hand this morning? Thank you. Miss mm -hmm. Carolyn Gill, would you come up and join me? Would you give her a hand on the way up here? Oh, there you go. Yep. Well, thank you for being up here. We, we've had some great times at council meetings and, uh, and talking through. You always had the privilege of helping us adjourn our council meetings. Yes. <laughs> I think that is because I was always lived the farthest away. She wanted to get home. She wanted to get home quickly. So um, I, I asked you to come up here because your journey of motherhood has been challenging, yes. um, but joyful. And, uh, and many of you don't know the story, and you don't have to share it all if you don't want, but, but I want you to understand that there are people, moms in the room right now, that um, no one knows your full story, but that when you walk in the room and you come in here on Sundays and you see these smiling faces, that there's a story behind each one. And it's our job as lovers of Jesus and people in this house to, maybe we don't know all the stories, but to honor and bless and to acknowledge the gifts that are among us. And you are a gift. And everyone who's up here, that's who's going to come up here is a gift. And everybody in the room, you're a gift to the kingdom of God. And the enemy may throw challenges at us. Amen. The enemy may do some crazy things, but we are called to demonstrate his love. And that's one thing that whenever I was thinking about who I wanted up here, your name came through my mind that, that even through the difficulties of life, you've always shown love to me, my family, um, but also this house and, and you've always demonstrated Jesus. So I would love for you to share whatever the Lord wants you to share about that. But that's why I, I asked you to be a part of this. We've had a lot of ups and downs, and you know some of them. One, uh, obviously, is we lost our daughter um, and 22 years ago. Um, Jenny was a pastor. Uh, she had a uh, uh, secular job, and she was killed in an automobile accident. Um, she was 26 years old, and that was tough. That was very tough. But, you know, God blessed us and got us through that. Um, she was the oldest of our four children. Um, uh, Anne mentioned she had three kids in three years. Well, we had three kids in four years. <laughs> and it was like twins. And, you know, I um, <clears throat> wouldn't have changed that for the world. Um, our kids are very close. Uh, Jenny, Jason, Jim, and Jessica. Roger's decision on that. <laughs> I like the names, though. But um, God has blessed us uh, raising the kids. Uh, they all know Jenny very well. Um, Noah, our first grandson, was born nine months after that. That was a real challenge because we were grieving at that point. Uh, but Noah brought us through that. And I, uh, he was born in December. Jenny passed away in um, uh, March. Um, it... Um, uh, my our emotions were just I don't know it 
how do you do that? Right. First grandchild, a loss. Um, but God brought us through that. Um, but I wanted to, um, uh, in Beat City, there were two other gals that lost daughters too, and I wanted to be a support to them too. So I used, tried to use that as a support to uh, encourage them too. So uh, Beat City has a little um, CIC, which is a little park committee thing, and uh, there was a bond there between the three of us, and I don't know, it's just God thing, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, and we marched on, and uh, to this day we're still friends. Um, but God was faithful. Um, I don't know. You just how do you do that? Mm -hmm. other, we had other trials beyond that too. But uh, every year we get together with um, the day that she passed away and uh, her uh, birthday. We, we always come together and remember Jenny. We get her album out. Uh, our daughter Jessica put an album together, and we, we look through that album, and uh, uh, the kids um, uh, are in sports ball. She loves softball. And um, she um, uh, they look at the album, and Jenny's story, we have Jenny's stories. And Jim and Jason, they will just remember when Jenny did this or Jenny did that, we try and keep her memory alive. This cross up here, we did, uh, donated it to uh, uh, the church in her memory. Mm -hmm. um, she was a pastor, um, so she lives on. She's in our heart. So, so what is it like when the whole family, we all know that when something happens in our family, we look to mom, right? So what happens, what, how do you deal with that in life now when everybody looks at you and they, they see the joy on your face knowing the hurt of the past, how do you lead your family through the things that happen today? Um, God. All mm -hmm. I can say is God. Mm -hmm. um, he's always with us. Um, I still remember sitting right over there. Her casket is right here. Mm -hmm. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I, um, <laughs> because of God, mm -hmm. I, I don't know where else I can go. Mm -hmm. um, he's my anchor. He, he's my strength. Um, I don't have words. Mm -hmm. I really, he's faithful. He, he will bring you through anything. And I was, after I got your text, in, which I, I hate to say, I didn't look at it till this morning. <laughs> I, I, I don't look at my messages all the time. But I was thinking, I thought about Ma Mary. Mm -hmm. Mary lost her son. I lost my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I can just relate to that, you know. And she went on. Mm -hmm. She went on. And um, I, I go on. I go on. Mm -hmm. um, Roger and I still have our what we call Jenny moments. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 22 years ago. Yeah. We still, you know, the kids um, uh, pass the uh, word along to uh, their kids. They mm -hmm. know Jenny. Uh, pictures of her. Um, and uh, 
we we uh, think um, Jenny would love all the. We have ten grandkids. You know that they would uh, love to be around Jenny. Jenny was love grand or love kids, and um, just uh, you go on and you just but mm-hmm. God. But God. He is the comforter and the carer. Absolutely. Yeah, he cares for us. He cares for us. Uh, He's our strength. And that's all I can say is just, but God. And so if there's there's a mom in the room or a mom watching that's going through a difficult time, you've said that your strength has been the Lord. Um, What encouragement would you give them through this difficult time? Stay in the word. Stay in the word. Read the word. Daily pray. Just call out to him. Um, he will. He will be there. He will meet you. He will strengthen you. Um, cry. Go. Go to him. Uh, go help somebody else. Go. Um, just go do something. Get get out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't don't focus on yourself. Don't. Uh, there's going to be time you're crying. Um, there were times shortly. Well, even later too you're going to cry Mm. but let it out but go do something for somebody else um uh, busy yourself um just don't sit there Mm -hmm. don't sit there get get out of yourself go focus on others um just go to church there you go find a family right yeah Find a family and don't, and don't. get get comfort through the Jesus and other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not good at words, uh, but you're doing a great job. <laughs> you're doing a great go, job. Go go do something for somebody else. Don't mm-hmm. don't say put. Yeah, and and many people and it's just things happen in life that that we have to deal with. But yeah. many people struggle with actually getting out and going and doing something like yeah. that. But the encouragement we receive from you today is very valid. That if we can get out and we can make the Lord first and then right. get out and serve right. others, we right. can find hope and healing in him. Yeah. I think, too, for uh, us, we had the other kids, you know, mm-hmm. and we had to move on. We had to go. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, just I took time off from work at that mm-hmm. time, and uh, that was good. But getting back to work was good. Getting out among, don't sit and vegetate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. people moan and groan and... But no, go, do, yeah. get, out, get out. God wouldn't want us to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I want to thank you for taking a few moments. I know your, your reply was a minute or so, but, uh, oh, but, yeah. but, but, but it's very valid that we, that we share these things together because Revelation twelve eleven says that we overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And every time we walk into this house and anytime you walk into your place of work or your business or whatever, there are stories that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And we, can't, uh, we can honor everyone. Um, but we can't know everyone's story. And so that's why I wanted to do this this morning. I feel like the Lord wants to honor you and each person uh, in the room today just by sharing God's stories of things that have happened to you and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and bringing him up in all of them. So thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. And Ms. Christy Herzl, would you come up this morning? Yes, you can give her a hand. She's running up here. <laughs> well, thank you for coming thank and being a part of this. And uh, so honored to be in.
The same group as you two. <laughs> wow. Very good. Very good stuff. Well, I wanted you just to share uh, your journey um, of what does motherhood mean to you, first of all, and then how is the Lord using you today to help those in the community through that? Sure, yeah. Um, motherhood today, I mean, I was an unwed mother, so my heart is for those women. I did have the church backing, and that was so very awesome. Um, and so I would love to be that because I think motherhood is something we don't... Um, it's exactly what they said. It's hard, it's easy, it's rewarding, it's frustrating. But <laughs> we went to Hershberger Farm last weekend for the little, they have one day a year, they have little piggies. Okay, so you can go in and hold these little piggies. And there was this sign on the wall, and it said, I may not get it exactly right, but it said, beware, beware protective mother pig. And she was protective of those babies. So to me, motherhood is right now, in this day and age, protect your babies. Um, I know we need to love some of those, and <laughs> I shouldn't probably say this, but I'm going to. Um, Melissa Horn has, she calls them the alphabet people. I'll let you ask her um, about that. But these people trying to come in and invade your homes, as a mother, motherhood to you should be, these are my babies and I'm protecting them. I love you, but you're not going to hit. And I believe right now, just like the church is a revival and awakening, I believe motherhood, we need to have a revival in mothers to realize the impact they have, not only on your babies, but if you are praying the word over your babies, other children who don't have that praying mother can be impacted when they come into your home. Mm -hmm. I think motherhood is just, it's so rewarding. And I, I heard you say something, what, what could people do to honor us as mothers? I don't want anything. I don't want flowers. I don't want cards. That's, that's me. I don't want <laughs> that. I want you to tell me. Karen Wheaton had a song that I used to tell Danielle. Well, I'm standing in heaven. When he comes back, or we, that day, you better be standing right beside me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want from her. I want to know, and she is, she's safe and secure. My grandbabies are safe and secure. So motherhood, I'm, I'm going to do the opposite of um, it's all about me today because mm -hmm. it's not. You should be all about them. I really believe that. And cover them in the word. Even if it doesn't look like it's happening, your prayer's heard, and then you start thanking them for that. Our babies should be so surrounded that all this stuff going on out there shouldn't, shouldn't be here. So... With that being said, I have the opportunity. I have many things. My dream on the dream board is I would love to open a home for unwed mothers of any age where they come and they learn from us. We have people who can help them learn. How do you take care of that baby? Because the job I'm in right now, I was amazed. There are mothers, young mothers, who don't even know how to take a temperature or realize, oh, my baby's hot. You know, so that is my dream on the board. I would love that. So I'm in a position right now, a job where I get to see all these young unwed mothers, and I can pray over them that their eyes are open to Jesus and that as a mother, they're going to come into that and they're not going to flounder like they are right now. And being that unwed mother, I get that. 
You know, I felt like it was me and Danielle against the world. For a while it was, but we did it, but we stayed in, in God and, and he brought us through. So I hope that. So out of, out of the struggles of our life, the Lord opens up ministry opportunities and that's what you're walking through right now. And you're seeing the fulfillment or at least part of it of your dream. Uh, how could you encourage someone today who is in a difficult place and you didn't see this maybe back then, but you see it now and how can you encourage them to keep pushing forward? Yeah, this statement I'm going to make was not um, from my mother. It was from my father. And I was sitting back, sort of back where Dave and Linda are when we had the pews right now, and I was overwhelmed. And I thought, I can't. I can't do this. Um, and I got up and I walked out, and my dad followed me out. And please hear my heart. There's nothing wrong with the crying. But he said, um, you, it's okay to cry, but that's not helping your situation. And it's sort of like Carolyn was saying, you need to get with God and you need to get figured out because that baby needs you. And it was hard. And there were days when you do cry, but you can't let go. And, and I encourage you, you can't let go. No matter what this world is throwing at you, no matter how down you feel like you are, if you only have Jesus to focus on, if that's all you have, that's more than anything. And that's the only thing. As I look back now, I don't know. I don't know how, I do know how, but in, at the time I didn't know how I was getting it but it was all Jesus and I tell you don't let go of that no matter what no matter what people are saying no matter what your life is get into family get into Jesus get into that word if it's one scripture a day and you read that same scripture for six months he's got it for you don't don't let go of that the word is the constitution to our life we talk about that and and every answer that we could ever need is contained in there and uh, so as you're as you're ministering to these women who are in need um, the biggest need that we as a church might be able to help with, what would that be? Uh, Material-wise? Whatever. Spiritual-wise. Yeah. Spiritual your prayers. Now, I know there are people called as intercessors, but I think we're all called as oh, intercessors. Yes. Yeah. Um, you may not know, but when you're praying for your family, include, Father, I know there are women out there. That's what I do every morning. Whoever may come in contact, whoever I may see, let me be that witness to them. Let me be that mother, that woman, that friend that I can give them. You never, I always say, you never know. You may be the first step. You may be the smile. She's feeling like nobody loves her. You smile. Somebody else may come along and feed. Or she may have gotten all the smiles and you may be that final where she goes, I get it. I get it. Um, Materoni, start looking for those things. I know and I think Jen, I got with her um, where we're at right now. These women, we even have a young man who he had, apparently, he didn't know. He was getting ready to go to college. He was off, and here his girlfriend was abusing this little three-year-old baby. He didn't know it. He gave up college. He got a hold. All he needed was diapers. That's all he wanted. So when you're at the grocery store, buy a pack of diapers and take them over to Birthright. Um, drop them off. I'm at Bridges to Wellness. I'm at um, New Dawn in the very back. Bring them to us. We're going to do a fundraiser of, yeah, this is fun, bibs, blankies, and binkies. That's what they need. Those baby need binkies. And, you know, they, and our workers, they didn't, the mother didn't even have a thermometer. She ran to the store quick and bought one and took it to this girl. Anything you think babies, bring it to me. Um, just when you're out, grab mm -hmm. something. Grab baby spoons. Mm -hmm. Grab, it's amazing the things people don't have. And I was very blessed. I lived with my parents. And um, so even though 
<laughs> they did tough love. I get that. I'm not, but, you know, okay. So I was sort of like on my own, bless their hearts. They, they you know, I was number two baby and um, I was a wild. <laughs> and, um, so I was, I, I tell you, and they put up with a lot. So I give them total honor, but it was me. And if somebody would have handed me a package of diapers, um, they would have just said, I feel like I need to bless you with this big money, you know, but I'm hesitant on that because yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. too much. We don't want to give, let's not give money, let's give things. <laughs> but that's what I would say. But when mm-hmm. you're out in the grocery store, just buy something and bring it to me. I'll, I will get that to him because I work daily um, in this situation. And mm-hmm. that is my first step in my dream. And um, I get to share where actually when I came in, I told them, you know, that I was a pastor, and they actually are like, oh, we want to start having a Bible, uh, Bible study one day a month now, and so I'll be able to get in, and we'll be praying over these women there. So that's another open door that's been opened. Amazing, amazing stuff. So uh, as, as we, as a church, come together to support you and what you're doing, um, our goal is that we can supply uh, the unknowns. Yes, yes. The unknowns. Yes, there's, the unknown. there's so many, there's so many, uh, unnamed and unknown uh, people that are struggling in life that we can help serve as a family. Uh, so we not only celebrate the mothers that are in the room, the ones watching online, but the ones that no one really pays attention to. Oh, and we can so celebrate lost. them. It's just, some days I read and it's just, it's very heartbreaking. Um, not only for the babies, because um, you think, oh, you know, so I just pray that. God just put somebody on their path. Me, you know, you. Um, we can all pray. We can all give. Yeah, and so you may walk around the you may walk around the community, and really the highlight of this is to honor moms. And I know that I know your perspective on that, but um, but is to honor you, but also to highlight to this body that uh, the culture of this house is to honor, even if we don't know the stories, to honor just. In fact, because God loves every person, and if we are without mothers, if we're without, uh, if we're without the love and care of a mother, uh, we lack so much in the world. And there are so many people that we pass on a daily basis that have either been hurt or have not had the privilege of having a, a loving and caring mother. Um, maybe haven't had any support in all of that. And uh, and I think sometimes as the church, we get so busy in doing our stuff that we can walk right past those women in need that don't have a thermometer, uh, the women who uh, have had three babies right in a row, or the women who have lost people and, and lost children, and we can walk right past them and not express the love that God has shown us uh, in that. And so we, as I said last week, we can only share what we receive from the Father. And so my prayer today over this house is that we would catch the Spirit that the Lord gives us about how we can love our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers, maybe even great-great, I don't know, looking around, maybe great-great-great, but that we can honor them and we can love them in a way that we haven't even encountered in the natural, but we've only felt from the Father, His love over, uh, over those people. And, you know, the stories are, I could have pulled any one of you up here that are mothers and grandmothers, and we would have heard a different perspective. We'd have heard a different uh, story of how God touched you and moved through your life and how God has, uh, maybe even how you struggled walking with the Lord. That's a, that's a huge thing, um, that through difficulty, sometimes we get derailed 
and, and we get distracted from what the Lord wants. But what I wanted to highlight this morning and what I believe the Lord wants to share with you is that um, you are doing life in this family with people that have all kinds of crazy stories. And uh, sit with Christy and Brett for an hour and hear all the crazy stories. <laughs> You'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be the same. Um, but, but sit with people and, and, and love on them and care for them and honor them. That's the, that's the culture of the house. And the only way we get a culture is to highlight and celebrate the things that we want to see. And, uh, and so my heart for this is that we honor those who are serving honor those who have who have been in the role of mother and uh and no matter what the no matter what it costs no matter what it looks like to be able to actually walk with people and love on them and so as we as we journey forward um and helping serve uh the the women and men that you serve um i i would love to see that we as a body of believers the summit family will be able to provide enough for your uh, ministry that they you're would doing. Love that. I share with them that I come here and that we had last year we did the Go Fish uh, game and then everybody brought stuff and we were able to turn in, oh my gosh, so much to Birthright that they were so thrilled. And I shared with them about that and she's like, oh, we got to get together and talk. So I know mm-hmm. they would love that. Yeah. So we're going to be getting, we're going to be finding out the needs, the current needs of, of mothers in need, um, and, and helping them to overcome some of the obstacles that they've been dealt, uh, in their life. And there's even one homeless, um, all by herself right now. And that just, that's hard. And where does she go? She has a baby. What does she do? And so pray. Pray for her. If you can do nothing else, if you have no, pray for her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and as you said before, you may be the first smile. You may be the harvester and, uh, and sharing his love. But I want us to be contagious love people, contagious people of honor, um, because the, the Lord is all about honor. And if we honor people, uh, no matter what their stories are, we just, we just create a culture of honor of everyone that we're around. We will see a harvest that we've never seen. We'll see the harvest that we've prayed about. And it may come from a single mom that's homeless, uh, or the person in the grocery store that just needed an, uh, you know, are you a mom today? Well, thank you so much for serving your family and serving this community because without moms, we don't have a community. Uh, I believe truly that mothers and women are the secret weapon of the kingdom of God because uh, you care and because you nurture and uh, we have a savior because of a mom mm-hmm. who, uh, who is willing to, uh, to serve and to walk with her son. And so we celebrate that today and we celebrate moms. And I just want to say thank you. And any need that you have for that ministry, we as a Summit family want to come alongside and support That's and love awesome. on them and, so uh, and care for them. Yep. Thank Would you. you give her a hand? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yep. Well, this morning, if you're a mother and grandmother and great-grandmother, we honor you for whatever stage of that you're in. Maybe you haven't had grandbabies yet, and I hear it's the best journey that you can have. I hear the, I hear the claps around the room. Um, but if you, uh, we want to honor you, and I'm going to bring Caitlin up here uh, right now to talk about what we, what we have for you, what we're doing for you. But most of all, I just want you to feel that this house 
cares for you, and, uh, and we don't know your stories, all of you. Uh, we have visitors here. We don't know your stories, but what we do know is that the Lord loves you in whatever position you're in, and our goal as a family is to love you through and, uh, and help you get to where you can be as productive of a mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, whatever great-greats are in front of it. Uh, we want to help you serve your family well and, and to love you well through that. So my encouragement to you is that you would reach out to us. If you have a need, as, as Pastor Christy was talking about, um, needs in the community, if you're a mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, you know of a need, we in this house want to serve you in whatever way we can. So, uh, Caitlin, why don't you explain what's going on? Maybe give some announcements. Yeah, so um, we have, as you probably saw, the photo wall out there with the balloons. It's so pretty. It turned out way better than I even like anticipated. So please take photos in front of that. Robbie will be out there with his camera um, to take some photos, or you can use your phone, whatever you would prefer. And then we also have a gift for moms out there. There will be a basket, and you are welcome to take one. Um, so there's that. I honestly was thinking about Mother's Day, and we have a really unique youth group with really strong moms. Um, I have the honor to work with students every single day and um, to watch how they've walked through situations with dads and things like that. But I see a lot of moms who are really constant. And honestly, like I just wanted to honor the moms of our students today because they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be walking the journey that I get to see them walk every single day without the moms that are behind them. And so I just wanted to say that publicly um, if you're here and you're a mom of one of our students, like I honor you um, because what you do every day truly matters. And I see it. They talk about you all the time. Like, Laura, I hear stuff from your girls all the time. We love our mom so much. <laughs> um, and so I just wanted to, to say that this morning that um, we have some really amazing women in the house. Um, I mean, I have had the privilege of knowing most of you and um, you all have a heart of gold a heart that would help anyone no matter where they're at. And so I just wanted to honor that today and just say that like, we see you, we love you. And coming from this generation, we need you. We need every single mom in this room. Um, whether you're our mom or not, <laughs> we need you. And your words are important. Your prayers are important. And um, that that's a really big deal. So yeah, please feel free to take your gift on your way out. Um, take your pictures because we really want to just celebrate you today. And then one other announcement is on May 22nd um, in the morning, Pastor Rob's going to be at Lifeway, but we're still going to meet here. So please come here. But in the evening, we are doing a service at Lifeway where our worship team will be leading to give their worship team a night off and Pastor Rob will be preaching. So at six o'clock at Lifeway on May 22nd, please plan to join us because it's going to be a blowout. We're going to do worship and ministry and hear the word. So um, we would love to have you join us for that. So would you stand this morning? If you are uh if you're beside a mom or grandma, would you just uh, aim your hands toward them? If you students want to go with your moms, if they're in the room, that would be awesome. Um, we just want to pray blessing over you and celebrate you this morning and uh, as they make their way. <laughs> the loud group, the loud group, right? Well, let's pray. Let's celebrate moms this morning. Father, we just pray this morning, we thank you for every mom, for every person who has been in that role that we can celebrate this morning. Lord, I pray that the blessing of the Lord, the supreme blessing that you 
hand out this morning would rest upon every mother in this house, those watching online, those who are serving in our kids' ministry and, and nursery this morning. Lord, we celebrate them, we honor them, and we say thank you for their influence in our lives. We say thank you for uh, the sometimes tough love that needs to happen to keep us on the path to growth. Lord, we thank you that they oftentimes, as Pastor Christie said, they don't want to be honored. They just want to see the, the productive uh, life of their children. But Lord, we take time today to honor them. Lord, would you just send angels around them today to comfort them, to touch them, to heal them? Maybe there's some here today that have been walking a road of, of brokenness or hurt. Uh, Lord, I just pray that today in this moment as we honor them, that your Holy Spirit would surround them, comfort them, care for them, and hold them up today, Lord. We just, uh, we just thank you for your blessing us in our lives with moms. And Lord, as we go from this place, may, may mothers be honored and cared for and loved every single day, not just one day a year, but every single day in the good times, in the bad times, in the tough times, and in the joyous times. May we honor this position that you've honored in your scripture, that as we honor them, we receive a promise. So Lord, may every person here just walk out under your blessing and your care. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoyed today's message, I would like to encourage you to like it and share it on all social media platforms or jump on the website, thesummitdover.com or the app and click the giving link and help us continue to share the message of the kingdom across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.